Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host, Delani, and in today's episode, I'll be talking about the intelligent investor. So this is a part two of the book review from The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. And in this in this um, episode, I'll be talking more in depth on what you we know about investing based from this book. So let's get started. So many many people in the investing community they have their opinions on how your portfolio should be and what Graham suggests is that you should be selecting, you should do your research, you should be monitoring monitoring your stocks, your bonds, your mutual funds. And you can also you can also create a portfolio that runs on autopilot. So that means that there's some portfolios that you can have them contribute to basically take a, a, an amount of money from your checkings account and transfer it into your stock portfolio or your stock market portfolio and then it reinvested it reinvests the money by itself so that's what he advises but it's very important to be doing that researching on the stocks on the businesses that you do basically he also talks about how brave you should be with your stock portfolio and that means that even if you're very young you should have assets that are less risky that are more fixed like bonds anything that you can have that the value of it doesn't grow as fast as you can or is not as volatile as many stocks it's very important for you to have them because you don't know when you have to get that money instantly so that means that it's very important for you to have some cash and i already discussed this in my previous episode from the intelligent investor part one and it's basically to be very to be conservative in to some extent so make sure you do that he also advises to keep 25% of your money into bonds because it gives you the courage to keep on keep all your stocks even when the market the stock market is low or down so that means that if you do have all of your all of your portfolio 100% stocks, that means that you're going to freak out and then you're going to sell those stocks because you feel like your money you're running out of money or your money is depreciating. And and the issue with that the issues with that is that you are basically losing money in the stock market. So it's very important for you to have a little bit of safe of a safety net. So. He also encouraged people to rebalance their portfolio every six months and also call your 401k or visit online on how you can to to do those things. It's very important to pay attention to your portfolio every six months. Remember every Christmas and every 4th of July. That's the best way for you to remember when you need to rebalance that portfolio and the next thing is that there are some companies that automatically rebalance your portfolio i um i know one thing that was not mentioned in this book and it was target date funds 
like those target date funds are funds that are being rebalanced by a company and basically you don't have to do the work if you're not really good with finances or you don't know much about the stock market it's such a, a great way to invest your money because it rebalances your portfolio at uh, and you don't have to do it and most people like that because they don't know much about how how much or how much of their percentage should go into stock market or sometimes they don't feel like they have the time or the energy or or the education on, on these um, investments so it's very important I mean I recommended my mom to do that with her 401k and it's basically to purchase a date um, target date fund on the the time that she eventually thinks she's going to retire and then from there she at first these retirement um not retirement but these funds are basically very risky at the beginning and as time progresses the the investments are more conservative so it gives you this uh, peace of mind that you will have that money or your money's a little bit secure and once you already go, go into retirement so these are very important and he advises to do that also there's another um income investing um if you don't fall into the lowest tax bracket you should only buy um tax-free municipal bonds outside um your your retirement account so this is this advice is for people to put their money into their retirement accounts that are more safer so because you don't want to pay money on on things that you don't want to pay taxes on those um, dividends and that's pretty much income investing so this is a little bit tricky so I would recommend for you to talk to an advisor about this but I was eventually saying that if you you don't fall into the lowest tax bracket meaning you don't have to pay many much taxes then he wouldn't recommend for you to purchase um, municipal bonds outside a 401k or outside a tax deferred account so make sure you talk, talk to an advisor about that because they actually will explain it more in detail. So now let's get let's talk about what what's the difference between a common stock and a preferred stock. So a common stock is it, its main investing strategy or its main value comes from capital gains, and a little bit of that comes the dividends. So that means that these these invest or these stocks tend to have the greatest return but they're much riskier because they rely on the holistic approach of how the stock market really is like uh, preferred stocks are more dividend money than capital gains so this means that the return is very low in comparison to common stocks and it's not as risky as common stocks so um, it's important to know the difference between these types of stocks so you can understand how how risky and how much return they give that each gives so that was very important for me 
Uh, let's talk about why the advantages of stocks, purchasing stocks. Number one is that it protects against uh, inflation. On average, stocks have given the greatest return. So that's very important because uh, we can't control inflation. Inflation is something that is out of our hands and we definitely want to put it into a place where it can potentially grow. And that's an advantage of of a, a of buying a stock. So let's talk more about this idea on on the theory that you should invest your money. Your you invest best whenever you know that that um, institution. So basically, like I want to say is that invest where you know most, and that's the theory that people in the financial industry or like many of the financial experts they advise for you to put all your investments in things that you know a lot or know most of but the truth is that it is not a great idea because you're biased towards that company you um have preference over this this company because you have you've used their their products or their services and that is not the best way for you to acquire a stock so also it's also telling us that it's that it's fine it permits the idea that it's perfectly fine for you to be lazy and not do your research I mean when you know this company or because you have because you buy their their services or products you tend to be lazy and you try not to do any research or and that's not the best way to approach stocks because Graham advises us to be more uh, do our research know what the company really is like see their financial statements things that you can gather information and see it for yourself and I think it's very important for many people out there that feel that they're only going to purchase a stock only if they they use that product and that's not the best investing strategy I mean there have been many many financial experts that advise people to to purchase things purchase stocks that they on on companies that they use so but that's not the best way to, to be an investor. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Out That Hurts. And I'll see you next week. Bye.